Good morning. It's a rainy Tuesday morning, and I hope you're having a great day so far. My name is Mika. And I'm Nina. And we're two third-year students on this on this podcast called Very Really Interesting. Just, you know, this is for our class in Dev 108, Communication for Development, and it will be a pretty informal discussion on some things that we find very, really interesting. For this episode, this is... This topic that we are going to tackle today is about the basics of microinsurance. Microinsurance, you say. So are you, are you guys trying to sell us insur- insurance? Are you guys promoting something? No. Disclaimer, mga beb. Hindi kami nagbibenta ng insurance. Hindi kami financial advisor. At mas lalong hindi kami nag advertise ng specific insurance product. We don't have sponsors for us to be able to do that. And even if we did... I don't even know how we would be able to go about that. I'm not a marketing person. How about you, Nina? Are you, do you think you know? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. So, let's preface this whole discussion with two questions. So, basically, Mika, I think for today, we're going to tackle about really what is insurance and why is it important. Yeah. Speaking of insurance, Gapala, Nina, do you have insurance? Um, from what I know, I am a beneficiary of the investments my parents made mm-hmm. or like sa mga life insurances, ganon. So, yeah. yeah. What about you, Mika? Uh, same. I'm, ako kasi, I, alam ko yung parents ko, they have insurance. And I know that it's either me or my brother who are the beneficiaries on one of their plans. And I think parang yeah. we're insured sa film life because, mm-hmm. um, that's the that's the one that I distinctly remember filling up the forms for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so like you mentioned life insurance, right? And you yeah. Know, that's that's only one type of insurance. Because really? Yeah, like it's crazy, you no. Know? Like you can have almost anything insured if I don't know if it's if it's allowed, you no. Know? You can have your mm-hmm. life ins- you can have life insurance. There's health insurance for when you need to go to the hospital. Car insurance for your car in case like if it meets an accident, for example, at least there's someone there's insurance that can help you mitigate those costs. Um, yeah. If you're paying for your house, you can have home insurance. So, again, if there are any accidents, at least your house could be covered under under those. No, and you know those are just like the more popular kind. So I bet there's a bit more. So, you know, like this whole talk about being insured, parang. What are we being insured? Why are we insuring something? No, like yeah. what's, what's the what's the purpose of it? How and ganito lang yun naman yung basic concept of insurance, no? Um, ikaw, like you have a thing you want to insure because you're not sure when something bad might happen and you want to be able to prepare for that. So there's an insurance provider, for example, um, in life insurance or any other form of insurance. And you pay them your monthly contribution, your a fee, so that you can insure, you can have an object insured. And if something happens to the insured item, then the provider would be able to shoulder some of the financial responsibility of it. So, parang uh, in in times when you need help the most, you can count on your insurance to pro- to be there. You feel. <laughs> Yeah, I feel, I feel. <laughs> yeah, you feel? Because 
Kasi ano, like, of course, there are certain conditions that need to be met, no? Before you can claim your policy. Pero, generally naman, if, ano, if there's something, if there's something unexpected and that really, that really brings about, you know, the financial burden when you have to pay for the bills to have to, ano, to, for example, if you're in the hospital and you have to pay the bills for the treatments that you're having and, you know, alone with your own money. You won't be able to particularly shoulder all of that. So you have insurance to help you pay for it. You feel? Yeah, I feel. I agree, agree. Yeah. So, from what you said nga, mapapatanong ka na lang talaga, no? Why is it really important? Why is insurance really important, no? I think dito pumapasok yung discussion of how uncertain life is, no? Like, Mm-hmm. Um, especially during these trying times, diba? Yes. COVID-19, the pandemic, we're all quarantined. Life is really uncertain, ano? Mm-mm. We don't know what will happen tomorrow. And, you know, yung mga worries na ganito, it doesn't really help in terms of our, kunwari, our mental health, ganon. So, I think it is really good to have these kinds of conversation. Especially, um, ayun nga, the importance of insurance, talaga, in order to feel sense of security in the long run, yeah. especially today nga. Diba? I love being secured. <laughs> yes. Because, <laughs> like, ako as a person, ako yung parang, um, I always worry, I always have, like, the big tendency to worry and overthink about things. And, like, you know, parang nakakakalma ka lang when you feel na, okay, there's something that could help me naman if ever something happens, no? Like, yeah. That's something and I think Yeah. Um I think it's a bigger worry than talaga, especially for um the earners in the family, no? Yes. For the providers talaga. Like we worry for ourselves now, but what more for them? Mm-mm. Right? Espe- yeah, because yeah. like considering that they have to support, you know, their children and if their aging parents are still know, are still alive, then they also have to help support them and parang mapapa mapapahila ka na lang talaga on how you would be able, how you would spend your money no yeah so Mika sa tingin mo kumusta naman yung insurance industry here in the Philippines ah insurance in the Philippines it's like it's like a rich people and like and ano wala like uh it's like a thing that rich people are known to and you know? Yeah. Known to gravitate more towards because um Mm-mm. okay uh, insurance naman talaga is an old industry in the Philippines um as early as perhaps like um the early 1900s I'm quite sure that there were insurance uh companies like Manulife who were already operating and speaking of Manulife that's just like one of the major private companies that um that are one of the bigger insurance um stakeholders here now so we have yeah. all sorts of companies like sun life axa life manu life film life if it has life at the end it's probably an insurance company and meron din yung um health insurance na pinoprovide ng government philhealth yeah yeah i agree i agree so it's good nga to have these uh i don't know major private companies like these nga in light of COVID-19 and everything around us basically changing, the insurance industry, although ayun nga, they are generally well-prepared naman for unprecedented events like this pandemic, 
for sure they they weren't exempted from the shock That's brought true. about by the pandemic then no yeah kasi diba, the whole work from home situation for example i feel yeah. that it, it kind of caught them off guard na they they couldn't yeah. uh, they couldn't continue operating as Mm-mm. as usual in their offices yeah and i guess ang problem din dito is the access or how are they gonna deliver their like services talaga especially now parang um, mobilities this decreased gano because of quarantine mm-hmm. protocols so now more than ever these companies recognize the need for um continuing their insurance coverages especially now that um families really need insurance especially ayun nga life is uncertain mm-hmm. and anything could happen talaga So these this is these are just one of the many challenges that these companies face especially today. Mm-mm. And I think um aside from on uh, on the on the people's side like aside from the difficulties faced by the insurance com- uh, insurance companies there's also the difficulties we have to consider of the people when it comes to um availing of insurances no. Yeah. Yeah, kasi The the real thing is that I mentioned a while ago that insurance is something rich people tend to gravitate towards, Mm-mm. and um, I don't I think there's like a grain of truth to that because when we talk about insurances, we often um, maybe unknowingly uh, there's a group of people that we exclude in this conversation, and they're the people who can't afford these insurances. So we're talking about yeah, right? the low income earners, the workers in informal in economy. And we always preach about no, like we always preach about like why insurance is a good thing and why is it a bad thing, uh, why it's not a bad thing, and that you should probably get it. But like, we have to um, also consider their situation where they themselves aren't um, aren't in the position to actually even consider buying insurance at in some cases. Yeah. No? So Nina, can you um, elaborate more on? who these um, people are. So I think it is important then as well to acknowledge who these people are that we're talking about, who are part of the informal economy or who are the low-income earners talaga. So mm-hmm. I think kasama dito yung mga construction laborers, mga domestic helpers, small mm-hmm. farmers, di ba? Sa mga especially in the rural areas. Yes. Sa mga fishers, ganun. Because of the location and nature of their work, di ba? These workers are often subjected to various work-related risks. Kunwari, um, if, if their work facilities are unsanitized or like it is, you know, not regulated or not mm-hmm. that maintained. So they are more exposed to, kunwari, for the farmers, pest inf- infestations, chemical mm-hmm. poisoning, or I some see. environmental ri- risks. So, ayun, they are more prone talaga because of the nature of their work. They are more prone to accidents, food poisoning, or other health risks. So from that, we... Really recognize the need, talaga, for these people, most especially to be insured. Mm-mm. Diba? like um, these people also face a, uh, a pretty good amount of risks, no? That yeah. um, that even ordinary Filipinos who, who can afford for insurance, they yeah. they they are equally. Um, perhaps not equally, but they are just as susceptible to experiencing those shocks, those risks. And the yeah. problem talaga with traditional insurance is that 
it's not designed for these low-income earners or the ones in the informal economy because um because yun nga, considering the income that they already make on a daily basis, it's really not enough to be able to pay for the thousands of pesos na kailangan mo ibigay monthly. Yeah. So that's one. That's one of the difficulties of ano of the of having these people have access to insurance. Yeah, I agree. So ayun nga talaga papasok the discussion na. The insurance provision is still limited, especially mm-hmm. for these people. So, parang, basing from what I've read, from what I've been reading, um, mga insurances kasi, mostly they are urban-based talaga. They operate mm-hmm. in urban-based. So, the question really is the access and the availability of these insurance services, especially to these low-income earners nga. Because... Ayun nga, napag-usapan natin na they're in great need of insurance mm-hmm. given their very limited social protection and their exclusion from the formal insurance services. Yeah. So, I think naman na, yeah, the, we can agree that there are some challenges to accessing traditional insurance packages. Diba, na, nakikita natin na traditional insurance packages have some uh, challenges that are inherent to how they are presented no, to the consumer and that it really targets a specific group. So, yeah. how, can, how can these people, these low-income earners, how could they avail the same benefits no, of insurance mm. with the amount of money that they give? And, mm. yeah, this, like, this is a great way to introduce the concept of micro-insurance. Yeah, because micro-insurance, like... Um, it's 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 basically similar to insurance, but it's designed specifically with the vulnerable groups in mind. Yeah, yeah, And it's I was actually quite surprised. Not the Philippines is a microinsurance success story, because in 2019 there were about 38.9 million Filipinos covered with it. Like, oh wow! Yeah, like wow, that's. Um, aren't we like a population of some billions already? So like, with that amount of people with insurance, like, yeah. wow, that's actually a lot. And it's kind of surprising because diba, our population talaga is mostly comprised of um the working population. Mm-hmm. So it's wow. Okay, <laughs> it's good na ano no, we have this kind of number. Yeah, and and you know like the government is also quite happy with that. They're also aiming mm-hmm. in the next two to three years in 2022 or 2023 they're aiming to reach like even more in about 50 million and i'm just like you go girl you go <laughs> yeah so um in essence the coming about of micro insurance is really um really stems from recognizing the vulnerability of low-income earners nga, and the informal economy workers no Mm-mm. yeah and the thing then is the parang I mentioned earlier that it was designed for the low income earn- with the low income earners in mind, and it, I think it really shows on the kind of risks it covers. Because aside from the the same life health insurance, there's also the there's also the property death insurance, crop and natural disaster insurance. Like you don't have crop insurance in your regular insurance package, no, because living in the city, you don't really have the luxury of being able to plant your own crops and 
natural yeah. disasters although natural disasters are also like quite common naman in the city in Mm-mm. in the rural areas in far far and remote areas those are actually quite devastating then no? yeah sobra yeah and another thing that makes them different with the digital insurance is that it only provides a single item from the coverage so um kasi from how i understood um the typical insurance is that you can get covered for a variety of different areas no but in yeah micro insurance you can choose which particular area you want to be insured in. so for example you're a farmer and you want your crops to be insured so you can focus your package on just the crop insurance or if for example mm-hmm. you have like you have dependents with you that and you would like to um focus on investing in their ano in their education in their other yeah in their other ano in their other life milestones you can always choose to have a parang a life insurance so that um so that para sila they would be able to receive some benefits from it and like wow it's that is pretty cool pretty rad yeah so basically from what you said we can all um agree naman that micro insurance is really affordable um simple and um accessible diba mm-hmm. so it is really tailor fitted to low income earners yeah and the good thing then like one of the good things about micro insurance na is that yung premiums that you have to pay no the the monthly or weekly contribution sometimes that you have to pay cannot go beyond 7% of your current daily minimum wage but yeah. like that's a i know like um that's a small price Mm-mm. but the benefits can cover up to 500 times that minimum wage so like um let's illustrate na parang you earn 600 pesos every day and yes. in that 600 pesos you have to pay for example you pay your contribution and that contribution cannot be more than 42 pesos that's less than 50 right like mm-hmm. i i'm really and i'm really quite i know that you can it's not even more than 50 pesos it's you, you, yeah. it has to be 42 pesos and below but yeah. even like even if it's such a small amount for you even if you feel like oh it's just tingi-tingi lang yung binibigay ko you can actually receive benefits of up to 300,000 and i'm like yeah grabe no grabe talaga ang lakas ng ano ang lakas ng dating nito mm, it's such a high return investment Mm-mm. talaga yeah Mm-mm. and also considering na ano na for example yung mga um the people who want to apply for this you you don't need a lot of ano eh parang you don't need a lot of documents perhaps um syempre it still depends on how the application process for each company goes but like com- it's quite minimal yung mga documents na kailangan mm-hmm. like if you presented you a valid id parang that's pretty much good na for them like it's yeah. pretty easy like it's so simple Yeah. Pero considering these benefits of microinsurance, diba? Mm-hmm. We can't deny the fact that marami pa rin from the low-income earners or the informal economy who appear to be hesitant pa rin yeah. in terms of um, availing these kind of services. Mm-hmm. Especially considering their priorities in their family. Kunwari, um, a family of five, ganon, and they're struggling. So, parang for the breadwinners of the family, siguro ang mindset nila ng karamihan. Um, problema ko na nga kung anong kakainin namin bukas. Mm-mm. Bakit ko pa parang mas pro-problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So parang it's really um because of their priorities is just to get by every day ganon. Yeah. So it really play, places a challenge towards the micro insurance industry, no? In terms of how they um, market their services to these um audiences, no? Oh, oh, kasi ano din eh, like um micro insurance then like one of the challenges I think are also ano no, yung mga kung saan nanghihiram ng pera yung mga people and in places that are quite far from banks, far from other yeah. mga places where you can get like a formal loan, no? Um, sino, kay, sino sila nag, nakadepende? No? Sa mga kapapilya nila, kapitbahay yeah. nila sa 5-6, na parang, uh, ay, ako naman, like, parang, okay, uh, I see naman why they they do that, no? And I understand naman na parang, kasi for them, it feels na parang they're not paying debt. You feel? Kasi, uh, ako, like, perhaps since I haven't, ano, I haven't personally uh, borrowed from 5-6 or anything, I wouldn't, ano, yeah. I, I wouldn't know kung bakit, ano, bakit mararamdaman mo hindi na, na nag, hindi ka nagbabayad ng utang. Pero kasi in 5-6, that's like, quite a high interest rate, no? Na parang, that's Uh-oh. five. You borrow, you, you borrow five pesos, you return six. So, that's about 20% na interest rate. Yeah. So, and that's higher than what banks and other institutions put for their interest rate. So, like, why are you willing naman, no? Why are you willing to Uh-oh. pay such a high, high interest? Yeah. Pero, I think for these people, kasi siguro yung iniisip nila is the convenience mm-hmm. they get. That's true, that's true. From, ayun nga, from these um, kinship relationships, di ba? Yeah. So parang, and also, parang, it also stems from their knowledge then talaga of, or their lack of knowledge, if I may say that, mm-hmm. of these um, microinsurance services. So parang dun nga, so na-mention mong 5-6 um, type of lending, parang for me, I see it I see it as a larger risk talaga. It's yeah. Especially because informal lenders usually impose higher interest rates, mm-hmm. yun sabi mo. And they monitor payments more frequently. Mm-hmm. No? I see naman. I see, the, I, see the, I see the, parang, the virtues of having, like, a convenient person to borrow money from. And, you know, admittedly, ako Uh-oh. din naman. <laughs> ako din naman. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why do I have to borrow some bank when I can just borrow from kunwari, my dad, my cousins, ganon. And, yeah. Uh, but, uh, perhaps, ano, in my opinion, ano, parang you have to have, like, a con- contextual understanding of how you borrow money. Siguro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kasi, um, in, uh, when I borrow money, it's usually not so serious, naman. But yeah. the risk, kasi, of relying on informal lending for, um, for such important things like, ano, like, for the education of your, ano, of your children, for, for your business, ganon. Parang you might end up biting more than what you can chew. You feel? Yeah, I feel. I yeah. feel. And I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying that you have to consider uh, talaga, yeah, you have to consider your options really well. If you're willing, if you're ready to be able to ano. Pero syempre ano, doon pa rin tayo sa ano, uh, well, <laughs> doon pa rin tayo sa micro insurance because of the ano, 
Doon tayo sa sigurado. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pero I think, um, siguro yung iniisip nila, parang what's in it for mm-hmm. me, right? Yeah. So, so, I have I have these relationships, I have these convenient relationships where I can lend, uh, um, borrow money, mm-hmm. for example. Ganun. So, what's in it for me if I invest in um, these kind of services? So, ayun nga talaga yung hinaharap na challenge ng micro-insurance Mm-mm. industries, no? Yeah, it's gaining and gaining and maintaining the trust of their clients, no? Because, yeah. bakit kapag kakatiwalaan ng isang, kunwari, NGO who does micro-insurance compared to the people yeah. I've lived and grown with in my community, no? So, yes, mm. that's one of the things that the industry has to consider. And um, also, I think there has to be some sort of like transparency with how the process goes. Um, yeah, because mm-hmm. kasi, kasi I, I, I think that some of them might be like, oh, it's, ano kasi, diba? it's like a formal institution na parang they're going to require so many things from us just to prove that we need their, uh, we need their yeah. services. Gets, yeah. gets. So I think it has to also be quite transparent on how the application is done. Yeah, so Mm-mm. how do you apply for microinsurance? Yeah. No, um, I did say a while ago that yeah, it kind of depends on how the f- the application for goes with like your tradition with the insurance provider because there are some that when you apply, you can apply through like a digital platform. Na you just need your phone and some Wi-Fi. You can already apply for it, and there are some that you may have to even go and do it pen and paper. But yeah, so yeah. if you are thinking of doing microinsurance, you have to do a bit of research on the company that you want to be insured with. And mm-hmm. and but generally I think how it goes is that you submit your application and then you pay for your membership, no? You pay your dues. You would yeah. receive like confirmation na okay, congrats, part ka na ng ano namin, part ka na ng ng microinsurance group namin. So you can um, you can avail of our services but you have to do a contribution and usually the contribution naman is like weekly weekly kinokolekta. Mm-hmm. So you have to remember to pay those weekly then para you can ano parang you know like you're an active contributor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you have to also be uh, aware kung ano yung mga rules and other conditions ng policy mo. And, kasi if you want to yeah. claim, for example, you f- you want to claim your um, your policy if when something happens, you have to parang just know under what conditions you can do that. Mm-mm. Kasi mm-hmm. baka may limitations ka, baka may kailangan na requirements before pwede mong maano. And in doing so, like, uh, prepare necessary documents. Like, for example, if you're going to claim a death insurance, you have to present, like, a death certificate, some affidavits, and all all those um, proof na that person really did die. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, grabe, no? <laughs> We've laid out na why is, what is insurance, basically, why yes. is it important, um, the realities that micro-insurance industry face uh, that th- what they face mm-hmm. right now, ganon. So basically, what we're trying to say in this podcast is that everyone deserves to have social yes. safety nets. Yes, like, 
I I very wholeheartedly agree with that. Kasi, <laughs> yeah, kasi, yeah. Al- alam mo yung, ano ba yung saying natin na, no? the Filipino is, the average Filipino is just one emergency away from poverty. I mean, like, grabe naman yeah. yan. Na parang, ikaw na nga nagka, ikaw na nga nakas, nagkasakuna. Ikaw pa, ano, tapos kung sakaling, ano, kung sakaling gagaling ka, no, yung kahirap mo naman ay kahirapan. Like, parang, oo, oh, oh, that's, yeah. that's quite unfair. Yeah, and I think at a time like this, no one deserves to worry that yeah. much about, ayun nga, diba? Pero it's a reality that the Philippines um, face talaga, especially for the low-income earners. Oo, oh, oh. diba? like, parang, just because, uh, ako, like, just because they can't, um, they can't avail of, like, those very expensive packages doesn't mean uh, they can't um, they can't have some amount of security in their lives no because Mm-mm. because um considering yeah. the, the, the risk that they face i feel like they they actually face more risk than for example us 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 yeah. too na, we're we're in like pretty comfortable positions I yeah. yeah, and we acknowledge yeah. that, naman. No? And I feel that, no, like they have even more right than us to have to be safely, safely secured by different, ano, yeah. different kinds of services. Yeah, especially considering that most of them are currently mm-hmm. unemployed or they have limited sources of income, talaga. Um, it's it presents all the more the need for social safety nets talaga para al- alam mo yun um, masalo sila in times of um, unprecedented oh, oh. events so yes that was a ve- actually a very really interesting discussion that we had <laughs> yeah ako ah, I, le- I learned a lot so sana mm. for the listeners of this podcast you also learned um, oh. some knowledge about um, the basics of yeah. micro-insurance. Oh, oh, no, like, it's not that it's not a popular idea. It's just na parang, it's just something that we feel kind of goes parang under the radar of most people. Na parang you don't even consider it. No. Yeah, uh, I So, get, I get. thank you so much everyone for listening to us discuss about this very, yes. really interesting topic of micro-insurance. I hope that you were able to to get something from it and to be and um maybe even in the future like consider consider taking it if you can't if you can't afford for traditional insurance of course but like um sana it was able to shed some light onto this topic and yeah on this rainy tuesday morning we hope you have a good day thank you thank Thank you you guys